0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Um, Today's first guest is, well, first of all, um, Ryan, did you bring your drive? Uh... I need an answer. No comment at this time. Well, that, forgot that's it? perfect because my intro for you is the person <laughs> who always forgets his drive, Ryan McCauley. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I knew I was going to forget it.
0: I knew you were going to forget it too, so I said this would be the perfect way to ask him on the spot and make it his intro. You know, Which my intro would have totally failed if you remembered it.
1: <sighs> I should have remembered it. Look I what I should, he did bring. Yeah, so, all right. I didn't bring the drive because I was focused on something else. I feel very left out that uh, the episode previous to this one with Austin, Zach, and Tove, they all pulled out Pokemon plushies, and I'm such a hardcore Pokemon fan, and they did it without me. I've brought my Pokemon plushies because I have several, and and when Austin brought them, he didn't even give one to Anthony. I brought one for Anthony because I am a good friend. Not that Austin's a bad friend. I'm just a better friend. <laughs> I'll let you choose a Sable or a Dragonite. Sable kind of matches Tove's outfit going on here.
0: I want Dragonite, and you'll so, see why.
1: Okay, so there's Dragonite for you. I've got my, uh, my Umbreon here.
0: Today's second guest is the person who has perfect, beautiful membranes. My brother, Christopher Mellon. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you. Our doctor was, like, looking in his nose. He's like, beautiful, perfect membranes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Christopher, asked. And Christopher was like, I don't even know what that means. I asked him to explain it to me. Can you explain it to us? He was
0: like,
2: (laughs) I think he was like, if it's not,
0: if it's moist, if it's not too dry, if it's pink
2: red, that's all I
0: remember. Before we get into today's topic, we are going to take a quick little break. We will be right back. And we are back. Okay, guys, are you ready to hear what today's topic is?
1: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah.
0: We're talking all about Wendigos. Oh. Do you guys know anything about Wendigos? I know not of the Wendigo. Okay, they have some similarities to Skinwalkers, which I know you guys are both familiar with. So Mm -hmm. we can start there. They are Native American folklore, just like Skinwalkers. And in pop culture, Wendigos are known to be like these um, evil spirits with antlers. But that's actually not what they really look like. What they really are are these thin, tall, bony, very human-like looking creatures.
2: The Taylor Swift album, right? Folklore.
0: <laughs> I that's no. my least favorite album of hers. Ooh, sorry. I, you know what? That's, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. That's probably so <laughs> controversial. It just doesn't do it for me. I love her, <clears> but <throat> sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I hope
1: I hope Taylor Swift is not listening to this podcast. She's not. I she I might be. You don't know. <laughs> Why don't we just switch the topic to Taylor Swift's sightings?
0: <laughs> yeah. One time someone said they saw her in a restaurant. True or false?
1: Balls. Yeah, no one. Taylor Swift doesn't go to restaurants. No. She doesn't eat. I heard she's very strongly anti-restaurant.
0: <laughs> anti-restaurant, anti-food. Yeah. She's also anti-folklore. Uh, doesn't so. she, like, just you,
1: consume what? the sunlight? She's, you know, photosynthesis. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a vampire.
0: <laughs> a wendigo? Right. Anyway. Taylor so Swift
1: is a wendigo confirmed.
0: <laughs> so basically, wendigos are known to... In a way similar to skinwalkers, once again, they can mimic other people's voices and mimic animal sounds to lure you in, and they will eat you. Another fun fact is it said that (laughs) 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 it said that the more that you talk about wendigos, it actually draws them to you. Can we not not do this? So (laughs) by us doing this episode, we're making them aware of us and. It's also said that if you have a dream about a wendigo, that means that one of them has already found you, they have your scent, and they are after you. Can I just say, like, I'm gonna die. (laughs) Not that I had a dream about a wendigo,
1: but there's been two times in the recent months, literally one of them being, like, several days ago, where I left Anthony's house and encountered a massive deer. What? Yeah. Something's after me. It's got my scent. And I'm gonna stay here, so it comes for all of us.
0: I actually, yeah. I have, a- I have an animal that's already after me. There's a freaking woodpecker that comes and bangs on my do, on my. um, <laughs> Woodpecker. Like, my brother doesn't believe that it's, it's literally a woodpecker a demon, because but he right. thinks he thinks it's a demon. But I'm pretty sure that it's a woodpecker. It literally bangs to wake me up at 7 a.m. every single morning. I have a free alarm clock, but I don't want him. <laughs> I'm sitting here
1: freaking out about how a wendigo is going to come kill me and he's like, You
0: think that's bad? I have a woodpecker after me. I'm just, no, all I'm saying is that I also have an animal thing after me, but uh, mine won't kill me, yours will kill you.
1: So if you got any uh, animal things after you, deer's coming for me, woodpecker for him, come on. Um, no.
0: Anyway, (laughs) um...
2: (laughs) I don't like, I'm scared of bees. So, the bees
1: are. But
0: but like, bees. do you have any sign that like they're after you, or are you
1: just? Well, he watched the bee movie the other day.
0: <laughs> I just ate honey
1: today, so maybe they're like. No, no, no! To
0: you me. didn't. You didn't just eat honey. Okay. You literally
1: slurped it out of the bottle. Yeah, can we talk about this? Okay, before the before the episode started, oh before God. the cameras turned on, Tove sits down. I say hi to him, and then he just pulls out a bottle of honey and just just. Pours pours it right into his mouth. Right down his throat. Close the bottle and put it away as if nothing happened. I think I'm allergic to it, though. Because my mouth got, like, scratchy (laughs) right after. And then I put the honey away. Was it the first time you had honey? No. We should do
2: the episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you you guys (laughs) ready? Story number one. Our main character's name is Kenny. Kenny was an avid caver. He would... A caver? What is a caver? Someone who would go and explore caves often? No, no, no. We've been here. No caves. <laughs> caves aren't real. Caves are not real. This is a
1: fake story. Move on. Story two.
0: Let me let me finish here. He was an avid caver from West Virginia. Okay? There was one specific Wait, We could say it had a
2: big imagination. How about that?
0: <laughs> right? You sure he wasn't in, like, a building? Right. I, he had the wrong name. He was from West Virginia and he loved exploring caves. There was one particular cave that he would always bring newcomers and new friends to that he would like to show because it wasn't a challenging cave, it was super accessible, and there wasn't really any wildlife around with the exception of maybe just a few bats. Now, one day he brought some friends to this cave. They go inside and this is a huge, huge cave. There are so many chambers to it. So on this day, Kenny and his friends exploring the cave and they find something that they don't usually come across. He finds a pentagram with a dead bird in the middle. The pentagram is made out of salt and it looks like there were some freshly blown out candles laying around it. Now, they kind of just believed, okay, this is probably just some sort of big prank and they tried to forget about it. Kenny's friends move on. They get to the next chamber in the cave and when they're in this chamber, Kenny starts to feel super uneasy, which is really unlike him because this was his favorite cave. This is really, really odd. He's never felt this way in here before, but he just could not shake the feeling like he was being watched. So they're making their way out of the cave, and Kenny notices that one of his friends seems a little bit off. They keep going. They finally get out of the cave, and Kenny's friends tells him, like, hey, I didn't wanna scare anyone, so I didn't say anything while we were in there, but I'm pretty sure that I saw someone in the cave. Someone was following us, and he looked tall and thin and lanky. A couple of days later, Kenny decides that he wants to go back. He wants to explore and see if he can find what was freaking them out. So he goes with another friend, and outside of the cave, they find this couple just sitting there, having a little campsite. They go in the cave, and they're going as deep into it as they possibly can. While they're walking around and exploring, they think that they hear noises and other people's voices coming from inside the cave, but they don't see anyone. They exit the cave and they ask that couple that was sitting outside of the cave, hey, did anyone else come in here? Was there anyone else around? And they said that not a single other person entered the cave. Kenny went home, did some research, and he thinks that what they have encountered is a Wendigo. That is story number 1. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go.
2: When they went in the cave the first time and they said that the candles were freshly blown out. Like you can't tell a candle has been blown out after 1 minute because I have a candle in my room. <laughs> yeah. And once I blow it out like it, the smoke's come comes up for like 20 seconds and that's it. One why
1: is this couple just there having a picnic?
0: <laughs> like they in front of camping, this cave. Not
1: picnic. Okay, yeah, this couple's camping in front of this cave. They just happen to be there. Why does I have a lot of problems, so alright? Really why is Kenny to... why is Kenny going back in this cave? Why well, does Kenny just take random people into the cave? Maybe Kenny is the one to go. That's actually a pretty good theory. Because like <laughs> he's, he takes his friend and newcomers. What, is, what, is that, what does that mean? He's like, welcome newcomers. Good yeah. luck. Oh, we, yeah. got some, we got some fresh meat coming into this cave. Literally, Kenny is a wendigo. I figured it out. Tov, can you can you uh, say the biggest reason why this story is completely uh, malarkey? It has a cave. Contains cave. We had established, and it was confirmed on a previous epi- episode of the podcast, that caves are not real. No. They're fake. Completely fake. Look it up. So can I get into the second story? <laughs> no, you can't. Wait, no, but for real. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? It really bothered me that the one friend saw this tall, skinny, creature-looking thing watching them and decided- stay silent? Yeah, you know what? Let me not tell my friends. I don't want to freak him oh. out. He waited until after. They could have been in danger. How do you even, like, yourself stay calm at that point? You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes no sense at all. If you see something that is a threat to the group- You need to tell them immediately and be like, Hey guys, we gotta get out of here. We we gotta make a run for it. (laughs) We're ready for story number two.
0: Okay. Story number two. Steve and Kurt were going hunting in Pennsylvania during flintlock season. Do you guys know what flintlock season is? Flintlock season? Yeah. So, for those who don't know, flintlock season is basically a four-week period between December and January, where in Pennsylvania... You are not allowed to hunt normally, you're only allowed to hunt using uh, what's called muzzle-loading flintlock. Needless to say, that makes things a lot harder and it makes it a longer process, and especially in the dead of the winter when there's snow covering most of the ground and most of the animals are not out and about. So regardless, Steve had been wanting to hunt some woodland, mountain goat, for forever. So they go out there and they're out from basically sunrise to sunset looking for this goat.
1: Some people want to travel to other countries. Some people want to become million subscriber YouTubers. And some people want to really hunt that mountain goat. (laughs) (laughs) That's Steve. It's Steve. Good old Steve.
0: Now, it was getting dark, so this is when they were planning on just heading back and trying again the next day, but just then, they swore that they heard a goat bleeding out in the distance.
1: They heard a goat bleeding out.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Not bleeding out. Bleating. Like yelling, crying. Not a word. Well, anyway, <laughs> they heard this goat. They heard okay. a goat out in the distance. Can we, yeah. like, talk about real things? <laughs> and and Kyle
1: went into a cave. <laughs> okay. Kyle.
0: There was just enough daylight out in the sky where they thought, hey, if we can find this thing quick enough, we can still get a clean shot. So they start searching in the direction that they heard this bleat come from. <laughs> and as they're heading in that direction, they see some footprints in the snow. And they're pretty large. And at first they think, Maybe that belongs to a Bigfoot, but the more that they look at them, they realize they were way too long and thin to have been a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, because they are Bigfoot experts, right. and that is that is not the mark of a Bigfoot. No way. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I've studied plenty of Bigfoot before. This is not one of them.
0: As they were scanning around the area, they saw something out in the distance, standing in between the trees. It looked tall, lanky, malnourished. They think that it looked about 10 feet tall. Steve raised his gun to shoot at this thing, but this thing just looked at them, and then it bleeded, and it disappeared out into the distance. It just moved backwards until they couldn't see it anymore. Steve then told Kurt that he's pretty sure what they just saw was a Wendigo. That is the end of story number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. He's
1: pretty sure that this thing is a Wendigo. First of all, who just knows things about a Wendigo, okay? Wendigo is such an obscure thing. I know, yeah. Like, I would never be like, that was totally a Wendigo. Maybe now. Maybe now that I've heard these stories. But True One Lie was not a thing when they encountered this Wendigo. So how would they have known what it is? Right, because no one's heard of a Wendigo. (laughs) This is the first time people are hearing about this.
2: And then he saw the footprint and thought Bigfoot, like... Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. first thought was Bigfoot... Of, of Not like anything. a bear
1: or like a real animal <laughs> These are These are experienced Veteran hunters mm-hmm. And their their initial thought is This is totally yeah. A Bigfoot footprint
0: Okay so you guys are tearing it apart But you also tore the first one apart So which one are you leaning towards?
1: I don't know I feel like maybe I'm leaning more towards this one But story number one was also just stupid Like ah uh, the, Why there just happens to be a pentagram in this cave yeah, Come on Freshly blown out candles Which I think Yeah I think we forgot you To mention seen that someone
2: Blow them out
1: I think we didn't really Talk too much about The, the pentagram thing But like Out of salt That just sounds like So So placed sure. there To just make the story creepy There was a pentagram Okay what the is walls
2: it? were oozing Green <laughs>
1: <laughs> Like what, what does the pentagram Have to do with the wendigo I feel like the pentagram Didn't even need to be there That was only put in the story To make it creepier
0: We've heard enough here. We're going to jump into our mini-game. Now, Ryan, before you yell at me, we're switching it up. It is Guess Who, but you are not focusing on mythical creatures, okay? Ooh. It it may be horror-related, but you can. there are so many questions you can ask. We're opening up the gates. You really, really need to narrow this one down. Ready? Yeah. Go, go ahead.
1: So it's not a mythical creature, Ryan. It's not a mythical creature, but it can be anything. It's
0: it can something be something scary related. It can be
1: anything. Is it Seth? Well, ask your questions. Uh should
2: we ask if it's like from a movie or something?
1: Alright, Toph. Um, I think that you should take that idea of asking if, if it's in a movie and maybe go for like media as a whole, like okay. books, right. movie, TV shows, podcasts. So yeah, that's our question.
2: <laughs> is it any? is it in any of them?
0: Those. Any of those things? Uh, yeah. Okay, question number two? Question number two. Uh, yeah, we got that.
1: Yeah. yeah. We, we have a question. Yeah. All right, so what, what is it? <laughs> give us, like, give us a couple minutes. For, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should ask if it's, like, a humanoid. Humanoid? Because, <laughs> uh, like, I, he said
0: it can Ryan, be... I don't
1: think that's helping us. But he said it can be anything. It can be the, It can be a chair. It's, it's not going to be a chair. <laughs>
0: It's not inanimate, I'll give you that. It's a,
2: it's a okay. thingy, like it is a live, right? Yes. At least in, this, in the context yes, of what? Yes, it's it.
0: still like a creature.
1: Okay.
2: Was it created by something or someone? Is that your question? Yes. Yes.
1: Is it Frankenstein? Please don't use that as the question. <laughs> unless you got it, unless you got it. I don't know why, but Frankenstein was in my head the whole time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, go for Might it. As well. go, go is for it
2: Frankenstein? No. Okay, we have two questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have two questions left. I have 100% confidence you guys can get this. With two questions left? 100% confidence. With two questions left. Yes. Is it
1: something that has been featured in a Cult of 35 video? Yes. Wait just a second. (laughs) I figured it out. Really? Yeah. I think that it's something very recent. Something that... Is dark and terrifying in a uniquely terrifying way.
2: Are we thinking the same thing?
1: What are you thinking? Freddy Fazbear.
2: I don't think that's what Ryan's thinking. thinking. I don't think think that's what you're thinking. I'm thinking bad, Seth. Is this person in the newest Cult 35 video with a distorted voice?
1: Yes. Then I think we got it. I think we have our answer. Anthony, the answer we're locking in is Bat Seth. Bat Seth. The answer is just Seth. Oh, but right. yes, <laughs> it's just Seth. I said that oh in the beginning. No! That's insane. Oh no. What? That is insane. You got
0: it the second. That's why I said you guys could have gotten this with zero Wait. questions. You could have locked it in right away. You said a horror, and that threw me Cause off. Seth is horrifying. But like, <laughs> you
2: know, I'm not going to think Seth.
0: No, the second that I said horrifying, Ryan said, said, is Seth- it Seth? <laughs> Uh, that actually helped.
2: I don't see something as in that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i He's not actually horrifying. Obviously, that's the joke part of it. But the fact that that joke part of it literally gave the answer to Ryan immediately. Yeah. That's why I said I'm 100% confident you guys could get this. After because I said you Seth. did get it.
1: We could have ended the minigame before it even started. You could have. I like to argue that Seth is a mythical creature. <laughs> Uh, you, you very much threw us off. Right. Like, we could have had it right in the beginning when I said Seth, and then you said it's not a mythical creature. So then we're like, oh, well, then it can't be Seth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if I, if I threw you off in that way. I'm sure the audience was very thrown off, too, because they're also aware that Seth is a mythical creature. 100%. Apparently, Anthony's the only
0: one who doesn't know. Maybe I just don't know that fact. But anyway. That is about it. We're going to get into story number three. But first, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back. And we are back. Okay. You guys ready to hear the third story? Yep. Yeah. Story number three. In 2017, Al's parents started getting more strict because he was out super late every single night and he was in high school. So one night, he comes home super late and his parents were so fed up with him they actually just locked him out. They locked him out. This would happen multiple times, and he would just sleep in his truck. However, Mm -hmm. on this one particular night, when it's negative 17 degrees Fahrenheit outside, he's afraid of freezing, (laughs) so he thinks I'm not gonna try and sleep in my truck here. He decided I'd rather just go for a ride, stay up, so he texted his friend Jay to see if he wanted to come along for the ride with him. So, Jay tags along. They go out driving for a little bit. Eventually, they decide to settle at the base of a mountain and park there for the night. They're chatting for a bit, and eventually Al starts to nod off. He awoke to Jay about 20 minutes later, tapping on his shoulder, nudging him, saying, Hey, I I feel like we're not alone. I feel like we're being watched. So they were kind of feeling uneasy about it They decided it'd be best to just take the car And move it somewhere else So that's what they do And they go park by a little trail Now Al once again tries to go to sleep He's starting to doze off a little bit But he can't seem to shake that feeling Of something watching them Just then He looks out the front windshield of the car And he sees something This tall, thin, humanoid-like creature About 50 feet away from the car and it is just prowling through the bushes. This thing is coming closer and closer and Al's eyes are glued to it. It seems to be hunched over, but it's got an elongated spine, it's got these long stretched out arms and its legs are super, super thin. It appears to be doing some sort of army crawl and it's just moving towards the car. This thing just paused and looked right at them in the moonlight. Just then, it climbed into the back of the truck and it moves its head down and starts peering at them through the back window and it smiles. It's got this crooked smile from ear to ear and it has these sharp, jagged teeth. It had a small little nub for a nose. Its eyes were bloodshot red, but its pupils looked oddly human. He also saw that its chest and abdomen looked elongated it was skinny and thin. What Al does is, he throws the truck into reverse, he slams on the gas, and this thing just hops out and disappears. They couldn't find it ever again. Sometime after, when Al was telling this story to someone, they told him that they're pretty sure what he encountered was a Wendigo. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Fake. Fake, 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 fake fakeity fake fake you said that about all three yeah and
1: we stand by it (laughs) (laughs) they're all fake
0: okay so you're saying what you're saying is that even beyond the written one the two quote unquote true ones you're pretty confident they're they're all fake fake,
1: yeah. yeah okay um why does the creature it seems so menacing and like it's going to harm them and it smiles at them creepily and then like it just leaves that's it No struggle, they put the car in reverse. Oh, I reversed the car, I defeated the creature. What a hero. Like, come on.
0: Maybe it got motion sick. And
1: that's also so
2: many, so many details.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of details.
2: too many details.
1: Yeah. You're not gonna remember that if you're in that situation. I see the argument that number three is the fake one because it had so many details and the other ones didn't, but I am more on one and two than I am three. Like, I don't really think it's three. The whole parent thing, too. Yeah, aside like, from the whole parent please thing. don't
2: become a parent if you're going to treat your kids that way.
1: Okay, you know what? This is not the fake story. That would not be in there. If the whole parent thing, yeah. it would have just started as like, oh, he was going for a drive late at night with his friend. That whole parent thing is so specific to someone saying that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the fake story. It's fake. The story is fake. But that's not the fake one for the podcast, I think, because of that. I think we're ready for Anthony to recap, right?
0: I'm going to recap all three, and then I'll give you guys some time to discuss. So, story number one was about Kenny and his friends. He would take them into caves. One time, they went into the cave. They saw a pentagram made out of salt on the ground, and one of the friends claims that he saw something, but he didn't say anything until they left. Kenny goes back a few days later with another friend, and he hears some voices coming from the cave. Story number two, Steve and Kurt go hunting during flintlock season in Pennsylvania. They're looking for a goat. They hear something bleeding out in the distance. They see some footprints that look way too long and thin to be anything that they recognize. They look out and they see this weird creature in the trees. They go to shoot at it, but it just disappears off into the distance. Story number three, Al gets locked out of his house. He decides to go for a ride. His friend comes along for the ride with him. They park at the base of a mountain. They feel like they're being watched, so they move. They still get that same feeling. Something must have followed them. They see this thing out in the distance. It's army crawling towards them. It climbs into their truck, smiles at them. They try to drive away, and the thing disappears. Those are your three stories. Ryan is laughing at them. <laughs> what, if it, okay. what if it was
1: just an army man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> as fake as the third story is, I don't think that's the one that was written for us. Yeah,
1: yeah same. I think I'm off of that. In hearing the, the recaps, I feel like I'm leaning more towards one than two. Hmm. And my reason is just that, like, with the person that made the fake story really go out of their way to use that it took place during Flintlock season in Pennsylvania. Like, that was story they, two, right? That was story two. Like, they could have just said they went hunting and didn't have to be specific about Flintlock season. Yeah, you like, right. that detail was completely irrelevant. It, it didn't matter for later in the story. Like, why would that be there? I feel like the Flintlock thing is just I guess in theory he could have done the research to use that to make it sound more believable. But like, I don't know. Cause when you look at number one, it's just like there was a lot wrong with number one, the overall being that caves aren't even real in the first place. Yeah. You wanna go with story one? I feel like I'm leaning towards one because of just all the things about like the pentagram is just only there to make it sound scary. Why does the kid- The candle thing still. Like the candle thing, and then why does the kid not not say anything to the group?
2: Okay, all right, well, <laughs> I'm going to need a decision. I would pick one at this point, probably.
1: I- This is how I'm going to feel okay. We're picking story number one for no reason other than the fact that caves aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so okay with that. <laughs> Locking in- it, it is on the principle of the fact that- Story number one. Caves aren't real. We cannot- Live with ourselves, letting that slide. That if we don't pick story number one, that's us admitting and acknowledging the fact that caves are real. Giving in and to we caves. We, we, we will not do that because we stand by our beliefs. Right, right. Caves are not real. I've never been in it. A- he hasn't been in a cave. <laughs> no. For sure. No.
0: And if he has, he hasn't. <laughs> do you want to hear the answer or not? Yes. Oh, no. It's not story number one. Ah! It was story number two. It was story number two. Dang. Really? It was a
1: good one. It was, it was tough between one and two, honestly. I don't think it was like a clear obvious it's number no, two. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think it was It was totally not three. It was very much between one and two, like 50-50.
0: I hope that you guys don't have any dreams tonight about Wendigos, because if you do, that means... You know what? Actually, that's a compliment. That means it likes the way you smell. Um, if I see
1: a <laughs> deer when I leave your house tonight... I'm coming back.
0: (laughs) Okay, they don't look like deers.
1: All right, well then, what's up with me seeing all the deers at your house? I think
0: those are just deers. (laughs) I think it's deer season. They're either deers or they're they're not deer. They're not deer. They're not deer cryptid. Thank you guys for playing. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you're listening wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to give us a rate and review. It'll really, really help us out. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you have stories of your own, send them our way to trumiss1lie at gmail.com or to at culture35 on Instagram. We love reading your stories. We can use your true stories for our true stories, or we can use fake stories that you guys have written for lies for future episodes. If you're watching the YouTube version, then make sure to give us a like, leave a comment, letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. Follow us on all of our social medias. The whole nine yards. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll see you guys again next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.